Welcome to episode three of the uh, Nebraska Workers' Compensation Podcast with, put out by the uh, attorneys here at Ream, Bennett & Moore. Um, today we have me, John Ream, Rod Ream, and Todd Bennett. Roger Moore is a newly minted grandfather, and I think he's doing grandfather duties today. So he's not here, but hopefully he's back next time for episode four. So now that we got intros out of the way, we're going to talk about doctor choice and workers' compensation cases. And the way we're going to break it down is talk about why it's important to be able to pick your doctor in a workers' compensation case, how employers and insurers try to undermine those rights. And, um, oh, well, wait a second. And also the basics, how to pick your doctor, how the employers and insurers try to undermine those rights and things you can do to pick it, things you can do to um, fight back legally and uh, on your own. So anyway, I'll start with Todd and uh, Rod, whoever wants to go first. Why is it important that you have, that you can pick your doctor in a workers' compensation case in Nebraska? Go ahead, Rodman. Oh, there's a lot of reasons. Uh, the, the best reason is you want to get a doctor that will actually help you uh, physically and restore you back to uh, as good a health as you can have. Uh, and uh, good doctors, there's a lot of them out there and, and there's a few that aren't so good. And I mean, just that's the fundamental reason. And it's also easier, I think, for people to uh, uh, interact with a doctor that they've chosen and that they think is and know and is, uh, you know, interested in them rather than just taking a referral from an insurance company or, or something like that. And I think over the years, you know, with the many seminars and, and kind of people schools and education um, talks we've given, I, I, this is the most important decision you can make in any case. And, and that physician that you're typically your family physician that you've seen before or your wife or kids or uh, parents, that that person is the gatekeeper. They decide and can make any referral to therapy, MRI injections. Uh, and specifically referrals to orthopedic or surgeons. And, and I think it's the most important decision you can ever make in any case, because they essentially get to lead you through your care. Yeah, those are all good points. And I don't have anything new, I don't wouldn't have anything extra to add there. So in a work injury case, if you have, if you get hurt at work, how do you pick your doctor? How does that, how does that process work? Todd, go ahead. Well, typically what we would do, we, we, we could put up a, the form up on the screen, but it's a physician choice form. And that form is, is simply telling you or the injured worker of, it, of their rights, but it specifically says if you want to pick a doctor, your family physician, you need to put that name on that form, sign and date it. It also tells you, frankly, uh, for those that don't have a family physician, that you can still pick a physician of your wife or, or your, your child. Uh, and then it extends out even further in your immediate family to your parents, step, step parents, step kids, and so forth uh, to be that gatekeeper. Right. Is that called a form 50, that piece of paper that your employers give to you? Yes. And um, when, and I've seen some employers do this, the, particularly some of the big meat packing houses, they will have their 
employees sign that form 50 at the time of hire is that a valid form 50 no absolutely not why not well the law is very clear that the form that the, the worker has a right to go to their own doctor if they have one and the, that form 50 protects that right and I'm very familiar with it because I, I was participated in writing the, the law that put it into effect. I remember very well on the door to this legislature helping write out on a bunch of napkins what to put on the, on the bill. And it basically says you can go to your own doctor if you have one unless, unless the employer takes that right away. And the only way they can take that right away is to give you that form 50 and have you say you don't have a doctor. But the form 50 has to come after the injury, right? After the injury, after the injury. And in reality, you know, the details of, like they talk about in law school down on the street, is that choice of doctor is initially kind of run by the uh, employer and the insurance company. And, and they don't always tell people that they have the right to go to their own doctor. Just because that's the way it works and then they start with nurse case managers who we talked about last month and nurse case ma managers one of the things they do is frequently come in and see a patient tilt their head and say oh i know this is really confusing and it's scary but you know i know a really good doctor that can take care of you sure Aaron, can i talk about some of those tactics but i want to make sure that well, people know how to make sure when and when they can when they can pick a doctor uh, and how that happens. Todd, anything you'd want to add to what Roger well, Rod said? The technical phrase is as soon as practical after the accident. And so many times over the years, we've all fought the issue where not only the meatpacking, but several employers, they'll have them sign this form at the date of hire. And if and if these if the worker is kind of new to the area, they don't usually have one at the time of hire. So well, if they're uninsured for health insurance, they don't have uninsured, But if they don't have one, that's why they want to do it at the time of hire. But that's still not valid under the statute in the law. But as soon as practical after the accident, that could be a day, it could be three, it could be a week. There's really no timetable, but, but obviously sooner the better. Now, the ironic part about that is, is when you do pick one, you or your family has to see that position within two years of your date of accident in the last two years. And they can, ver they can ask to verify that, which they have the right to do. Um, but I think it's more important that even if you sign the form and put that doctor on the form that you want to choose, even today, we still fight that same battle. Employers won't honor it. They say they're not going to pay the medical bill. You're going to pay your own unless you go to our doctor first. And that's not accurate, it's not valid, and it's certainly not uh, in line with their statutory duty. Sure, and you know, Todd, you brought up, you brought up some of the tactics that employers use and ride, so did you. Uh, so I guess we'll kind of get into that, Todd. Um, so under a worker, if you have a worker's compensation case in Nebraska, why, why <laughs> is it suspect or questionable when your employer tells you that if you go to another doctor, you're not going to have your bill paid. Why is that questionable? Because it's just not the law. Right. And that, that, that forces economic pressure on the uh, injured worker and uh, allows the uh, employer and insurance companies to uh, start 
influencing the outcome of the case, um, frankly, illegally, uh, through uh, uh, economic threats. And typically, you know, even in, our, in the Omaha cases, you're going to see Concentra, uh, WorkFit, uh, that the employers say you're going to have to go to those physicians and those clinics before you can go to your doctor. And that's just not the, uh, that's not the law. And, and it's just a fear tactic just because somebody doesn't want to think they're going to be responsible for their medical bills. Yeah, it's funny you bring up WorkFit. I mean, I guess you want for one reason, I'll get into a little bit later, but under workers' comp, you're not supposed to pay anything out of pocket for your medical expenses. So I think that if your employer is saying, well, if you go to this doctor, we're not going to pay for that, that's dishonest because, I mean, they they should not, you should not have to pay for your bills under under work fit or by, you know, if, if, you're, if you're hurt at work. And I actually got a, wrote a blog post about email. I used to be on WorkFit's email list and maybe they took me off it now. But there was a whole bunch of tactics they had about getting people to push away from their own doctors. Uh, one of them was you can see WorkFit or Concentra right away. Um, what do you guys have to say about that? You, Todd or Rod, have to say about that particular top topic, that particular tactic? It's well, pretty, go yeah. ahead. Go ahead, Rod. No, I mean, it, 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 it's, it's just the big against the little. I mean, you know, they, 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 they get people who are scared, probably haven't been hurt before, worried about how they're going to feed their family and pay their rent. And then they basically say, unless you play with us, we're going to make things worse. And it's just, it's, it's cruel is what it is. And, 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 uh, well, it works because it, it, very, very frequently we'll get a case come in after they've started seeing a company doctor, somebody the company wanted him to see. And, 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 and their, their cases, literally they've started letting the company dig a hole for their case that they can fall into and, and, and uh, maybe never even get out of it. Right. Uh, it happens in every town. That's, that's the sad part. Every employer has got a doctor facility that they use as their company physician and they just hold it over someone's head. Um, but what I think is important also is you still have to follow a chain of command. If you put your family physician on the form, that physician is your gatekeeper. He's got to, that person, that doctor has to refer you to each clinic, therapy, injections, and so forth. If you don't like it, you can't just hop out and go choose somebody else because you don't like it. You got to stick with your the person you put on the form and have that person refer you somewhere else. Because a lot of people get in trouble because uh, there was that new decision a year ago where they just moved to another town and didn't get a proper referral and they were stuck with the bills. So you really got to follow and get a transfer of care from your physician that you're seeing. And if you do move to another state, have them transfer your care to another physician formally so you don't have that chain of command issue. Sure, chain of referral. So yeah, um, it, yeah, we can talk about that a little bit later too. Another tactic I think, particularly with the, with the occupational clinics like Concentra and WorkFit is, is that they wanna drug test people after an injury. It's like, oh, well you need to go get drug tested here too. And I think that's a problem because unless you're really, unless your injury happened through negligence, either your own or somebody else's, drug testing isn't really 
necessary. And I think it's a little suspect, particularly maybe if somebody else was at fault for your injury and they don't drug test that person, that's a, you know, to me, that's a form of retaliation. We're gonna, we're gonna drug test you and maybe you went to Denver and had some brownies or something a month ago and you tested positive for marijuana, you end up losing your job and getting fired. You know, that would, wouldn't necessarily get you away from temporary disability, but the termination may be lawful. But what I would say is if they don't, you know, if, if other people who are at fault but aren't injured don't get tested, maybe there's, maybe there's something there too. So we've talked about some of the thing, you know, I think that's a good way to talk about some of the things you can do as a, as a lawyer, as a, as a injured worker with your attorney or even without an attorney, you can do to uh, fight back in a case. Um, Rod, um, let's say the person lets the employer control the initial medical care and then the, empl the employee gets over needs to have surgery. Um, can that person pick their own surgeon? Yes. Even if they yes. even if they punted on their right to pick their doctor at first. Yes. And 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 Nebraska is one of a few states that has that absolute of a right in it. I mean the, the, the there doesn't have to be any forms where they try to take away the right to pick a surgeon. The statute is absolutely clear you can pick your own surgeon. And uh, that I think it's just obvious how important that is. You want to trust the person that's going to open you up and you know do what happens in surgery, and uh, that, that that's a something that you know they, they they may they very well may ignore it the insurance company that may be what prompts you to have to get an attorney where there'll be somebody that can speak with some force and make them go through court if they want to really play that game or not. Uh, and and that, that's one of the kind of critical areas in a case because doctors are human beings and they have different outlooks and different viewpoints and the doctors that the insurance world picks tend to be doctors that write opinions and say things that tend to limit or take away benefits from the injured worker. And that's about as blunt as you can get it, but that's what that's all about. Limit your benefits, limit the time off work, limit the, the medical expense, and uh, pat you on the back and send you back into the game. Swallowing away from your heart, kid, you can do it. Right. I think that's kind of one of the most important is, you know, a lot of people don't like to use the word, but you want a, you want a doctor that's gonna be medically best for you but you also got to have a doctor legally who's not going to uh, write a, a report when care is done that puts you back to duty full duty no restrictions no permanent injury we fixed you um, when they know you're hurt you got a permanent injury and there's limitations so a lot of doctors that, that the employer or the case manager is going to choose they know who they're sending to even for sure that uh anything they can do to limit the benefits they're going to do that and i think that's the other important part about choosing a doctor and a surgeon for the surgeon you can pick one anywhere you want now there's some rules on the side about whether you get your mileage and and what things like that but you can essentially pick anybody you want no matter where they're at within reason um, and i think we've all had those cases where you can live in one city but go have a doctor 
uh, from out west or in Omaha uh, perform your surgery. Yeah, and, and there's, I'm involved right now with some cases where a certain major employer in Lexington, Nebraska is not paying mileage uh, for medical business in Kearney because there's one orthopedic uh, surgeon in Lexington, which I think is kind of a specious argument, but we'll get to that later. Um, well, it's kind uh, of hard what, to bring that up, John, because now IBP or Tyson and out there and some of the employers have the steamboat Colorado doctors flying in just to treat in Lexington to kind of try to dissuade people from not going to another town. Yeah, you said the loud part by the quiet part loud there, Todd. Yeah, that's exactly, you know, so um, it's like a four, it's like a trout, it's like a copay. And we both know that that employer used to send people to Kearney all the time. Right. You know, which is Kearney is, uh, Kearney's about, I guess, to New West Clinic and to the, from Lexington, it's about 40 miles. Right. If you, you know, from downtown to downtown, but whatever, a little bit of a tangent there. Uh, isn't there, there's other ways to pick your doctor that are maybe a little bit more, more that don't, that are, don't always work. Um, you can get, you know, is it, I mean, just make sure that you ask Todd, you know, get Todd and Rod's thoughts on this. If, if the employer, if the employer or the insurer denies care, you can pick your own doctor, right? Yes. Yeah. All right. So what kind of things do you need to do to make sure that you have a denial of compensability so you can pick a doctor? Well, I think anything that's in writing uh, is the gold standard, whether that's an email with an adjuster or, or if you just write them a letter and say, you know, I'm writing to confirm that you've denied a medical care on this case. You know, it's pretty, pretty, do pretty doable. And if somebody doesn't have a lawyer, you know, we've all, even when, when they do have one, we experience those clinics that say, we're not going to, we can't schedule you. We're not going to treat you because the work comp carrier hasn't approved the appointment. So we're not going to schedule you. Even a statement from that provider that says they denied approval of the appointment. We can't treat you. That's just as good. Yep. Absolutely. Um, and it, but that means you have, you would have to pay for the, the medical care some other way. Correct. And that's the that's the practical uh, catch twenty two. It's well, actually we're talking about doctor's choice here. Let me just interrupt and point out that this is a good point to to say that if you are denied workers' compensation insurance, your health insurance, if you have separate health insurance, by law has to pay for for, for your care. And so frequently, a, 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 you know, a spouse will have insurance and for the whole family. And they'll be a denied workers' comp case, and they can still get the care through their spouse's coverage. And so it's not really right on this topic, but it's, it relates to getting to a doctor that you pick. Right. And that kind of along with that line too is is so many doctors that even if the employer chooses uh, that doctor and and call it what you want, controls it, manipulates it, and and directs it, if that doctor refuses to provide certain modes of care. Uh, or recommendations. If they refuse care, you're free to choose. Unfortunately, the practical solution is you got to use your health insurance or some means to pay for it, but we can get that paid back or ordered at, at, at trial, come court, um, and then you're free to actually continue with that physician who did recommend 
the service that the employer doctor refused to provide. Um, which is actually, I mean, it's a little bit technical, but bottom line is you still have an avenue to go get the care you need. Sure, assuming there's a way to pay for it, which not everybody has. Right. This uh, is off topic right now, guys. Reem Bennett Moore and Reem is a mask place. If you come in here, you're expected to wear a mask like the rest of us. And uh, if you don't have one, we'll give you one because we want to not have people get sick by participating in the court system. So. You bet. Good point. All right. I wear mine when I'm out and about. I was actually the first one to wear it around. So you're uh, our hero. Yeah. There you go. I'm Mr. <laughs> Mr. Virtue. So yeah. Um, all right. And the other thing, this one other point I'd wrap up is that some people are afraid to rock the boat by trying to pick their own doctor. They're worried that they're going to get fired. Um, your workers' comp rights are doctor choice rights are part of your rights under work under the Workers' Compensation Act in Nebraska. And you are protected from retaliation in Nebraska for exercising those rights. So I mean, in in the right set of circumstances, aka you being a good employee and the employer not having a real reason to fire you, you can bring a retaliation case if they take action against you for for picking for picking your own doctor. So I mean that's something that's out there. Those are much harder cases to win, but they can happen. Same way with getting fired for, for a drug test. Right. It, you can make the case in some circumstances, but it's just something that's out there. So anyway, we're running up against our um, half an hour here. Any closing thoughts from Todd or Rod? My closing thoughts would be kind of three things. Once you select a physician, an employer cannot change it um, unless the injured worker agrees to it. And the vice versa is true. An employee can't change it unless the employer agrees to it. So if they do put a doctor down on that form, make sure you choose the doctor that you've seen, hopefully your family physician for the last couple of years or several years. And then the last thought is you don't need a referral for emergency care. If, it, if it's deemed emergency and you got high pain, injury, and you need to see someone, you can see the emergency care and, and not have any ref of these choice issues. Well, well, my thought is, is that the ability to choose your doctor, whether it's the doctor that's kind of in charge of the big picture or the, or the physician is what is, is just super important. And uh, uh, one of the measurements of, of whether a state's law is, worker friendly or whether it's employer friendly is what are your rights to pick a surgeon or to and to pick a doctor and uh, i'm i'm proud that in nebraska we have more physician choice rights than many states um, and uh, uh, we'll fight hard to make sure that stays the case that's right yeah um my final thoughts would be, yeah, Todd's right on the emergency room, on the emergent care, particularly right after you get hurt is really, is really important because that's one way that they, I mean, oh, you can go see WorkFit or Concentra. You can also just go to the emergency room if you're really hurt too or go, or go, or go someplace else. So, um, yeah, that's important. And the other thing is, um, you know, particularly with people who move, um, be sure that you either get a denial of care or you reach out to somebody about changing a lawyer, get changing a doctor, or 
like Todd said, get a transfer of care from a doctor because there's some really unfortunate circumstances that particularly if you have a long-standing injury or you're dealing with pain going back 20 years. So That's anyway, right. um, any Surrey bottle from either of you? No, no, All right. we've done it. If anybody has any questions, they know where we're at. That's exactly. Right. All right, Rod. Yes, sir. Thanks for a good job here being the monitor. That's right. Nice job, Chris Walsh.